Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I am Lorraine, and this is... Jeremiah. <laughs> hey, Jeremiah, how you doing? I'm good, Lorraine. How are you? I am well, thank you. I'm uh, busy getting ready for my sister, who's coming to yeah. visit this weekend. Yeah, very mm -hmm. excited about that, so... Busy cleaning, yeah. Yeah, we're... Uh... My son-in-law will be coming back home next week from oh, uh, awesome. Air Force training. Like, so. Permanently or? Yes, permanently. Awesome. Yay. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh, my gosh. Raina must be so excited. She's very excited. I think he's more excited. I think he's ready. Yeah. It's tough. Separations are hard. Yeah. Yeah. Long distance is not an easy thing. You know, I, uh, I remember before I met Rich... Uh, I was living in Jacksonville, and I can't tell you how many marriages were stressed due to the separations. You know, it was just, it wasn't easy. It really wasn't. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's not an easy life being in the military, and you, you really have to understand the beast. And it is, it really is a beast. To, yeah, yeah. So, I can imagine. Yeah. You know, you, you got to be that kind of person. You know, you have to be able to live alone and, you know, make, you just have to make that decision, you know? Yeah. So I'm good with being alone. So, you know, I mean, I love being with my husband. Don't get me wrong, but I also don't mind being by myself. So, you know, it's a nice mixture. I've got lines on my face. I can see them because the sun is starting to peek through. So I'm going to go close my blinds okay. real quick. All right. <laughs> I don't think they were there before. No, the sun, I mean, we've, well, we've been talking for quite a while. So hopefully that'll take care of it, kind of. I'll just have to, here, I'll move over here. There we go. There we go. That, that's better. Is that's that better? better. That's yeah, better. It was like cut, sliced or something in half. All right. Of course, those who are out there listening have no idea what I'm talking about because you can't see us. But if you're watching us, uh, when we finally get this up on YouTube, then you'll understand what we're talking about. So you'll have to go back and revisit this particular episode to see what the heck we're talking about. So, so to everybody who's out there, welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. We are so happy that you're uh, joining us today and taking out time out of your busy uh, schedule, sorry, uh, to join us. Um, it's a blessing, right? It is. It is. What a blessing. And we're so glad that you're here and, and listening or watching. And uh, we're moving along in Genesis. We are. Season two. So we've got good things coming. We have good things. It's uh, it's and you know what? I got to tell you, uh, you know, not a spoiler alert here, but um, Sharon and I were reading. We're in Ezra. I think I might have mentioned this last time, and it's interesting to me because it mentions the Euphrates River, and I told her I said it's interesting that I just started reading Genesis, and Genesis when it was talking about the river that was in the Garden of Eden, and it branched off into four different branches and one was the euphrates river and i said you know it goes it brings you right back into where it all started which is in the garden of eden you know so 
it's just I it's so rich the history that you're going to be reading through yeah. Yeah. the Old Testament so anyway so again it is a blessing we get to do this uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast uh, we read the Bible one chapter at a time five days a week uh, into the world and uh, Jeremiah and I do it one day a week on Fridays we keep trying to do it more but our crazy schedules are yeah yeah so, work seems to get in the way yes work does get in the way I don't work I mean I work in my house but I don't go well you do too but different I don't work for somebody right absolutely right. yeah so um, but and the fact that we have a two-hour difference because Jeremiah is in San Antonio and I'm in San Diego so we have a two-hour difference that is a little challenging so anyway um but we're just glad that you're here and if uh you know we, we we've already done the new testament uh so uh you can always listen to the new testament or you can just continue uh doing this with us uh starting in genesis so do you want to open us up in prayer and then we'll dive yep. into this uh chapter four let's do it no we're not chapter four i'm sorry we're in chapter six chapter sorry six. Yeah, episode 55.1. That's right. Yeah, sorry about that. That was my no, no, no. bad. All right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, provider, healer, uh, we come before you now, Lord, and we want to give you praise and blessings. We want to come before you and ask that you open our minds, open our hearts, Lord, to today's reading. I ask a special blessing over uh, those who are following along with us, Lord, as we get in uh, further down into Genesis and start to learn about the history of the world and the history of, of humankind. And I pray that we find uh, true pictures of you and that we can see those pictures of who you are and, and what you what your ultimate plan is as we read through the Bible, Lord. How is the story from uh, beginning to end and, and that you're in every, every verse, Lord. I pray uh, that everyone is remaining safe and happy during this fall season, Lord. Uh, things are happening. Homecomings are happening. Different kinds of things going on. The weather's getting better, Lord. And my prayer is that everyone stays safe and healthy uh, during this time and uh, lives a life that you'd be proud of Lord I know that's what I pray for me and my family Lord and uh, that we have the guidance to be able to do the things that show your love uh, through us most of all we thank you for Jesus who died on the cross for our sins Lord so that we can come to you like this and 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 sit at kneel at the throne Lord and have you in our daily life and we give you praise and glory and pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say. And keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> all right. Episode 55.1, Chapter 6. A World Gone Wrong. Then the people began to multiply on the earth. And daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw 
the beautiful women. Oh, is this what you were talking about earlier? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so goofy. Uh, Jeremiah had mentioned something to me, and I, I didn't know what he was talking about. All right. Uh, the sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. Interesting. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites, is that how you said it? Yes. Nephilites lived on the earth for when, for whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am sorry I ever made them. But Noah found favor with the Lord. The story of Noah. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of, of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy, I'm sorry, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch in, an opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive and be sure to take on board enough food for your family and for all the animals so Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him all right Whew, that was a lot yeah yeah um 
Where did you start? <laughs> uh, I didn't start till the end of verse three. Okay. Um, I, I, what do you got? Well, I did do that. I, the sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives because you kind of piqued that curiosity in me as to who the sons of God are. So. Yeah, and, and a reminder, you know, we're, we're not scholars. Yeah. Right, and so there are things that even we need to go deeper into and, and, and learn. And so I think that's something we talked about it earlier because that's something that piqued my interest and I've learned a little bit on it and that, uh, you know, we can, we, I've shared with Lorraine. So, uh, you know, maybe yeah. next time around we'll be able to expand on that. I, I will be able to expand on that a little bit more. Yeah. If we have time to dive in, you know, yeah. Once I get past this weekend, <laughs> I'll be a little free here. <laughs> I always say that. I'm like, okay, once I get past this, I'll be a little freer. And that never happens. But I am really interested to find out what what this is. So I put, I highlighted that and I put a little parentheses around it. So I'll go, go back and look at it. Maybe, I'm going to dog ear it too. It's okay to do this to your Bibles, everybody. Uh, I used to think that it was um, like sacrilege to, to write in my Bible, but don't feel that way. I think that you have, yeah. you should yeah. be taking notes. You should be underlining, highlighting whatever, uh, pings on you. So, mm -hmm. which is what we do. Um, you know, as, uh, Jeremiah said, we're not scholars. We didn't go to seminary. We're not pastors. We're just lay people, just like you are. Mm -hmm. We're reading it. And then we're just giving what we feel, you know, God is saying. Yeah. So, you know, and sometimes he and I are both on the same page and Sometimes he says something, I'm like, wow, that's really good. Yeah, right? It goes both ways, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you started where? Uh, in the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. And, and, and I highlighted that because I've seen some maps, which are kind of cool, like lifespan maps. So you can see lives as they, they overlap. Like, I know Adam... I think Adam is alive for the first like 40 or 50 years of Noah's life. Um, like the original Adam? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think so. I, I do. No, wait. Oh, 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 if you did. Oh, yeah. Well, I went down through the lineage. Right. Well, but if you look, so like there are maps out there that map out mm -hmm. the number of years that they lived. Right. And so the very end of Adam's life, like barely, like I said, barely overlaps with Noah's life. Oh, that's interesting. Not that they okay. knew each other, but they they are relatively close of living. I mean, in living in the, at the same, you know, being alive at the same time. Again, that's interesting. I'm not saying that Noah knew Adam or vice versa, but I think their their lives for a small amount of time overlapped oh I, I would right. like I would like to see uh, so okay I'm gonna write down a little note about that timeline I should have pulled one up no that's all right don't we can always we, yeah I'm not I'm not saying that I don't believe you because I do no, no, yeah. I just I uh, I've never heard that before when I was going through all the lineage I did notice you know we always talk about the name Methuselah mm -hmm. and Methuselah lived 
like, uh, it, he was the longest out of everybody, I think, 969 years. Mm-hmm. He was the oldest. You know, they always, like, right. there's a saying that says you're as old as Methuselah. Have you ever heard that saying yeah. before? Yeah. 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 So, and I think he was the actual, according to the Bible, he was the oldest of that lineage. Right. Like even right. like Adam was 930, Seth was 912, 905, and he was 969 years old. Anyway, we're kind of chasing down a rabbit hole here, so sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Um, I just thought it was interesting. I would be interested to see if, I, not that I'm doubting God by all means, but I don't think I've ever heard of anybody being older than 120. Have you? Right. I don't know. I don't know. In modern days, in modern like I've heard of, yeah, I've heard of people like lasting until like 112, maybe mm-hmm. 115, maybe 115, but I don't think I've ever heard of anybody going past 120, which is an interesting, I think that's very pertinent. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead. Um, I did four. Did you? Okay. I did not. I only did it because you mentioned those Nephilites or Nephilites or whatever they're called, Nephilites. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Again, go ahead. I would just say, um, for those of you that are are watching and and want to highlight that and look into it, just be wary of information. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And uh, do your research. Yes. Yeah, as with anything. Yeah, we encourage everybody to dive in. If something pings in on you, like it is with me right now, I I never even heard of that before. So, and I've read through this prior. So that's really funny that that's not even something. Maybe it's not even anything that's important. I don't know. So. Yeah, Um, and and the thing is, there's not like this is the only verse that that. Nephilim, Nephilites are mentioned. So there's not a lot of history in the Bible in regards to it. And there's other history. And then that's where people start making things up about different things. Yeah. Well, and you also have to, uh, I think, you know, uh, probably diving into more uh, Jewish history. Right. And getting into their uh literature would probably help i think so yes. we're going to point you in that direction so but anyway um so i did five did you do five yes okay you go ahead well i i uh i like the second half more than the first half well i did the whole thing because the Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. Yeah. I mean, he's watching the downfall here. Right. Right? I mean, you know, sin was introduced, and and the funny thing is, if you go back to the verse in Cain and Abel, mm-hmm. where... Uh, Okay, so after Cain kills Abel, uh, and, you know, God realizes, he says, what have you done? Your brother's blood cries out to me uh, from the ground. And he said in here, he says, don't, oh, here it is, here it is, sorry. Uh, 
it's back up a little bit to seven. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. Don't let the sin be your master. So right. God's telling him, you got to take control over what it is. You know, Sharon and I talk about the Asherah poles, which we'll get into later. But the Asherah poles, whatever is uh, directing you away from God is an Asherah pole. Anything that could possibly, you know, preoccupy you where you're not, you know, being godly. But God's telling you right here, you know, be this master. So here, here he is watching the downfall of man because they've allowed sin to take over. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just went on a rant. No, no, I, I totally agree. It's, and it's, <laughs> it, it goes into, you know, in six, you know, it broke his heart. It broke, broke his, his heart. heart. Yeah, it really did. I didn't even underline that, but I will now because that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah so, I like that because that's, you know, I know how my heart feels when it breaks, but I can't imagine, you know, if it breaks the, the Lord's heart, I mean, that's probably a, that's a significant feeling. Well, imagine as those listeners out there and us as the readers here, but imagine if you have children, you mm -hmm. know, you, you, how do you feel when, you know, they've done something, they've chosen unwisely. I mean, your heart is just like aching over it. And we, we, you know, you can't, I've probably said this before. I remember my dad hugging me and saying, why can't you learn from my mistakes? And I'm like, yes. cause I gotta look, I gotta make my own mistakes. I have to figure it out for myself. And it's so true right you know you yeah. sit there and you watch your kids make mistakes and you're just oh my gosh it rips you apart it, it really just kills you Definitely. but that's what that's what our heavenly father does every day with millions of people you know yeah. he's watching the downfall so i think this whole this paragraph five six and seven is an eight is just trying to get across the fact that you know the lord was just hoping better for humankind right that they would make better decisions and that they could do something without uh making drastic measures and, and being able to convey that to us as the readers that you know this is not what was intended from us for the beginning we were intended to be in in paradise with god that's right and once we got out of it you know lack of better words all hell broke loose right Exactly. And that's exactly what happened. You know, I mean, Satan took over. He's in the world now. He's, you know, it's his playground. I say it all the time. This is, you know, the devil's playground. Yeah. And you have to be, you know, people, and I know people, close people who, you know, they believe that, you know, Satan is like, you know, the little guy, the little red devil with the horns and with the little pitchfork and the fork tail and maybe he is, I don't, but I know that he is also in disguise, right? You know, and that's when you have to be on your, um, like on point, knowing that he's out there, you know, infiltrating the world because that's what he's doing, you know? So 
But the fact that they don't believe, I don't think people believe in, in the devil anymore. I don't think they believe in Satan. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, know that line, the, right? You know that movie line? What the line? Greatest trick, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Yeah. Where did, was that? Was that in The Devil's Advocate? Uh, no, I think that was um, The Usual Suspects. Oh, I love that movie. That's such a bad movie. I mean, it's a good movie, but it's a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, though. That is really true. That's his biggest trick. That is absolutely 100%. He yeah. convinced everybody that it doesn't exist. Because he kind of lays, like, low. Like, he's sort of, he's in the shadows, and you don't see him. And you don't yeah. know that he's doing what he's doing. So, And then you go down to, like, the end there of seven. Uh I am sorry I ever made them. Yeah. You know, that's he just regret. But Noah found favor with the Lord. Yes. So, you know, so we're watching the lineage of, of Adam. You know, he is doing the right thing. Yeah. What else did you get? Um, so in nine, I, I highlighted Noah was a righteous man. Um, not to say that Noah was perfect, right? But he was he was righteous, and uh, he took uh, account or accountability for for what he did, and he wasn't out trying to be evil and uh, you know doing evil to and maliciously, and so he was in God's eyes righteous. His faith was righteous. Yeah, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Yes. I think that's important. Right. I need to highlight that. Yeah. And he has three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't do anything until 14. What about you? Uh, I did highlight that God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. I, I mean, it's repeating what happened in 5, 6, and 7, but again, you know, it's, it was just not a good place. No. I have decided to destroy everything, wipe out the whole earth. But he's telling him, you know, we all know this from, what was that movie with uh, Steve Carell? Evan Almighty? Yeah. So we all know that story from yeah. Evan Almighty, right? Uh, but uh, so he tells him how to build the boat. He tells him how big it's going to be. Now, originally in other transcripts, it was cubits. Right. But the New Living Translation was kind enough to tell us in feet because we are dumb Americans. I know I am. <laughs> so this was actually a really good, because you figure 450 feet, how big is a football field? 300 feet. So it's at least... It's bigger than a football field, right? right? And I don't know how wide a football field is, but is it wider than 75 feet? Um, I th think it's close to that. I think yeah. close. close. So just imagine this guy building a boat the size of a football field. Let's just say that. And it's going to be 45 feet high. So if you actually... I'm just trying to put this all in perspective. So if you look at your own house, you know, most people have 
a normal, maybe what, 10 foot high ceilings? Yeah. So it's gonna be at least four stories of whatever. If you're, if you're living in a two story house, double it. That's how yeah. high the arc is, right? Yeah. Okay, so I was just trying to, you know, envision what this thing looked like. Um, well, there's, there's somewhere that they, they actually built, like a museum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There is. And I think, I want to say it's in Texas. Mm, it might be. I don't know. You should look it up, you, you, Mr. Google. You should look it up. Anyway, you're faster than I am. <laughs> um, I went down into 18. What about you? I did too, uh, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, yeah. you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Yeah. And then I did bring a pair of every kind of animal, male and female, going back to God creating male and female. I'm just kind mm -hmm. of pointing that out. You have to have a male and a female to reproduce, right? You do. You do. Sorry. Yeah, unless you do in vitro. No, I'm kidding. No, you, well, no. Into the boat no, no. with you. To, I'm not going to go there. Uh, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Um, he also tells them, I thought, you know, he reminds them to bring enough food. Yeah. To take care of the animals. And what's that? I'm just laughing because that's, it's like I, my son was leaving today to go to someone's house to spend the night. And so it's like, did you, I'm telling him, did you take your clothes? Did you do this? It's just it, the relationship. Of, of us to God. It's funny, you know, <laughs> that he reminds them, take enough food. Exactly. Right? <laughs> it's a little so... thing, you know, that we may look over, but it's that relationship. Like he, he made sure what, because what's great is I love, you know, 14 through 21, like those are specific instructions. Yes. Right? And yeah, exactly. And then it ends with Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. So that's, again, that's righteousness. That's what you do. Exactly. Exactly. He heard God and he did exact, and it's like to the T. He did everything like spot on. Yeah. That's not always easy to do. No. You know, it's really not. As humans, we are so flawed. So. Because if you that measure. That was awesome. I was going to say, just if you measure wrong, like I measure wrong all the time, like, oh, 445 feet's not going to make it. You know, you got to be exactly like you said. Well, and it had to be precise and it had to have enough uh, openings and spaces and separations for all the animals. And, you know, I mean, and I thought it was really, as I was reading, I'm sorry, I just took my readers off, and leave an 18-inch yes. opening, you know, 18 inches around the whole top to get air in there is what I was thinking, right? You don't want yeah, to seal yeah. it up because if you seal it up, you're not gonna be able to breathe. So, you know, God thought of everything, mm -hmm. you know, humans are just so dumb. They wouldn't have thought of it, you know, yes. right? Yes. Just, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are flawed. That's all there is yeah. to it. But God is perfect and he, he had everything in order. Just like we always say, God is a God of order. And, you know, he made sure that Noah was like spot on doing everything he was supposed to do. So. I just realized, apparently I didn't share my screen like I was trying to. I, you know, I noticed that you didn't share your uh, I didn't click your a highlighting. Button. 
I know. I didn't want to say anything because I'd already been like I was so in depth, like in like involved with my reading that I when I looked up I was like, oh, there's no. That's all right. You want to You'll flash have to it, read to it yourself on your own book. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You know, you're on your own. Yes. Well, they can't see anyways if they're listening. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So um, if we always get to this point, we always give everybody the opportunity because we don't want a day go by that in case somebody feels like they want to um, commit their life to Jesus. Uh, we want to be able to give you that opportunity. So uh, we will lead you in the prayer. Uh, it's not uh, magic. It's between you and God completely. And it's not about me. It's not about Jeremiah. It's about you and how you feel about God and uh, Jesus. So, so we're going to lead you in that prayer. And uh, if you feel today is your day, uh, say the prayer with us. Um, so let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of our sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I accept you into my heart and will live my life for you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Uh, welcome into the uh, Brotherhood and Sisterhood of Christ. Uh, we always tell you, mark today down in your Bible uh, as today was the day that you accepted Jesus. Um, today's your new birthday. So uh, we encourage you to get to a church or a pastor, somebody who can help you to the next step and answer any questions that you might have. We would love to hear from you if you did uh, accept Jesus. Uh, how do they do that? How would they tell us, uh, Jeremiah? Well, they can email us directly, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org, Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can go to our Facebook page or our Instagram page, and uh, we do have a YouTube page, which uh, we're getting episodes up on, so you can contact us through all those ways, and uh, let us know, you know, if you did make that commitment today, if you made it in the past, um, you have questions, you want uh, anything, you can really uh, chat with us and we'd love to get back to you. Yeah, yeah. We do check uh, periodically. We're looking. I know I, I've been looking every... I'm not adamant this week because I've been so busy, but uh, we do check. Um, and, uh, you know, if you don't feel comfortable posting it on, you know, social media, then like Jeremiah said, feel free to email us. We will yes. pray for you. Um, always and uh, you know it, it's just it's an amazing new life and it doesn't stop here which is what I was saying the other day it doesn't stop with just saying the sinner's prayer you you know you're, you've now you're, you're God doesn't just tell you just to say the prayer and lay low uh, you got to get out there and be uh, you know fisher of men is what you are and uh, he, you know you got to start searching and giving the gospel out to everybody, but, you, you know, do it in the steps when you start feeling comfortable, you know, and, and more uh, comfortable in your skin and, and understanding uh, who Jesus is and, you know, or maybe you've just re, uh, what is it, recommitted your life to Jesus. And that's, and that's possible that you've already been a Christian. You kind of went off the wayside for a little bit and now you're 
you know, recommitting yourself. So maybe you are seasoned to a point where you can get out there and be a, a shepherd. So that's it, right? That's it uh, for uh, for us. So we, oh, hang on a second. I got, my cousin Scam is on calling me here. You know Scam Likely? Uh, get it? Yes. <laughs> my yes. cousin Scam? No, sorry. <laughs> Um, so we are now at, and we're going to do this real quick because I have to get back to cleaning my house. Um, so, uh, we were going to do the little things. Uh, Jeremiah had mentioned talking about, uh, fall earlier. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that, you know, what are, uh, favorite fall activities that, uh, we've done? What, what does your family do for the fall? We, uh go to a pumpkin patch just like to look around at pumpkins uh, I don't like buying them yeah. although I will say this I, I saw a, a, di a different way and I'm sure people know this like how to how to like carve a pumpkin if you've ever done that uh, I saw a video where you actually should turn it upside down and, and start from the bottom that it works better really yeah, I haven't done it, nor will I. I don't like doing that, anyway. But then you don't I, have the stem. No, the well, the stem stays. You don't make a hole for the stem, so the stem will never come off. It'll still be a part of the top of the pumpkin. You just oh, yeah. But the reason why you take this, oh, but I guess okay. So there's a hole in the bottom, and you put the candle underneath on the like a yeah, like a lantern. Right. Right. You put it on top. Oh, that makes sense. All right. Well, well, it's I don't think gross. that we're going to be. I don't think we're going to be carving anything. Well, no, Rich is not going to be here. He, he's going to see his dad, so <laughs> he won't even be here for <laughs> for Halloween. My, so. I, I will say, my daughters love the pumpkin flavors and my wife that come out at this time of year. Oh so yeah. Gross. I don't do any of that. stuff. Uh, coffee shop. I don't know if we're allowed to say it on, out loud or not, but the coffee shop that does the sp spice pumpkin, whatever. I don't. Well, they they all do it now. Yeah, I don't do that. It's gross. I like yeah. pumpkin pie. Ugh. I like apple pie. I like pecan pie. I like all that, but the spicy whatever latte stuff. I don't. Yeah. Pumpkin's just gross. I don't eat anything pumpkin. I, I like pumpkin. I, it's I, I I do like it. Well, I like all. Well, there's there's a. So. When you go into the grocery stores, uh, at least here, um, there's a, a large Asian population here. So when you go into the commissary, they've got different types of pumpkins, and there's like one that's called kabocha, kabacha, something like that, and it's kind of green. It looks like a pumpkin, but it's sort of green. And you steam it, uh, you can, and it, you won't like it because you don't like pumpkin. So, but it's actually pretty yummy. I've come yeah, to I do like spaghetti squash. I do spaghetti squash. I also do the other one. What's the one that you make soup out of? Um, not acorn squash, but oh, I always forget the name of it. Shoot. Well, whatever. The one you make soup out of. I'll remember next time and I'll, I'll let you know, but 
we don't really have any big uh, fall stuff that we do because I maybe because we live in California and it's just hot. Hot. So Gabriel would go out. I didn't let my kids trick or treat for a really long time. I, we used to do the fall festival at Trinity. I don't know if we talked about that last year or not. We probably did, but we. So, uh, in fact, where my son was going tonight, they do something at his school called Feast Feast of Tabernacles. And so uh, he's going there tonight with some buddies, and they have a good time. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. The last time I remember going to the um, fall festival, Joshua was so little, and they. Uh, I think Gabriel might have been born by that because Gabriel was 2004. Anyway, they had this huge slide. You remember that? Mm -hmm. They had like a huge, uh, like blow up slide. Yep. I remember Joshua going down on that thing. Oh my gosh, he couldn't get enough of that ride. He had so much fun with that. that those were fun times. Those are really were, a lot of good, just fun times. Were. Well, yeah. the, what's cool, the, the feasting that they do at, at the church down here is, it, like, it has, like, small carnival rides, and they're all free. Oh. Um, nice. They, they have a lot of food trucks. Of course, those cost money because it's, you know, it's people running. And then they do fireworks. Wow. But what is dangerous about these fireworks is I don't know why, but every year that we've gone to watch the fireworks – they don't get very high and if the wind's blowing the right way you get showered oh that's not good no that's no. not good i don't think we ever got burned but it doesn't seem like it's always safe yeah but, you know yeah. nothing's happened yet <laughs> gotta love texas <laughs> yeah 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 a lot of debris falling around there so we were talking last week about, uh, I think I might have mentioned this, that we were doing homecoming and mm -hmm. Gabriel, I told you earlier, Gabriel did uh, Friday night at the homecoming football game. So he and his girlfriend were the king and queen of homecoming, which I thought was really nice. cool. And so, and then they did the homecoming dance on Saturday and they looked so beautiful. The girls are so gorgeous. All these girls are just dressed to the nines. The boys look yeah. fabulous. The funny thing is that there's some of these kids that I hadn't seen since like eighth grade. And so from eighth grade to senior year, all of a sudden they were like, like these kids are like six foot something, you know, and they used to be like shorter than me, you know? Right, right. That was kind of fun. But at the same time, you know, we were talking earlier too about curfews. And you were going to bring that up, curfews. I was going to bring up curfews. And so for us, and it's, you know, earlier it was easy to have a curfew. But now that I have a driver, uh, it's not as easy to have a curfew. Mm -hmm. um, I try to be reasonable. Um, I may have mentioned this earlier. Ron, my old boss would tell his girls that nothing good ever happens after 11 o'clock. We say out here in San Diego, nothing good happens after 10 o'clock because people are nuts around here. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so we have, we try to get, we, we always tried to get everybody back in by 10 o'clock and Gabriel, I, I've gone a little bit flexible with him. 
Um, but, you know, he wanted to stay out like past midnight. I'm like, mm. that was the night of the Padres game. People are crazy. They're drinking. Even Rich, Rich was on call Saturday night and he was leaving the hospital at 1130. And uh, he said that he was getting onto one of the highways and this guy didn't like the way he was merging onto the highway and he tailgated him like crazy like road rage tailgating you know for quite a while and he's like he didn't it's like he stayed in the right lane and this guy was still tailgating him it's like go around me you know (laughs) why are you you know why are you doing that yeah you know with the girls they didn't really have um extracurricular things so I never really, I mean, you know, we didn't really have a curfew necessarily for them because by the time really my oldest started going out and doing things, she was over 18 and she'd gone to college. So, you know, most of it was like, just communicate with us. Um, yeah. You know, what you're doing. Um, the boy, I'm pretty sure we'll probably have to set a curfew because I don't know. They're home, my, my kids are homebodies, so they don't go out. I, I will say, so when uh, my daughter started dating uh, Raina, my middle one, so when she started dating the guy that she's now married to, um, we wouldn't let, because they lived, uh, they lived like almost on the exact opposite of town, like outside of our big loop around here, and so it was probably easily like an hour drive just to a house. So it would be almost like a two-hour we're on trip so we were really really great parents uh, so my wife was a really really great parent because we drove him home a lot oh my gosh oh my a gosh lot. wow so they could spend time together That's anyway good parenting anyways one night on the way home uh i think we dropped him off it had to be midnight, something like that. Uh, so on the way back, we're driving on our loop, which is uh, four lanes. So it's two, you know, two each way. And we come around a busy part. We we just passed uh, where two highways intersect, and we came around. And I looked out in front of me, and I saw, I saw these headlights. And you know, it's usually there's a barrier between the two sides, right? So, but I thought, man, that looks kind of weird, but. I just thought they were on the other side and no, it was on our side. Wow. And it started flashing lights and I got over with not a whole lot of time. Yeah. And they, they were going fast. Wow. So we call 911 and you know, I couldn't give a description of the car. I, you know, I told them where we were and what happened. And, uh, the next day I looked up, any accidents and not even a mile once they passed us within a mile they had hit someone head on oh my gosh and killed someone the driver was 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 drunk was actually 20 years old and survived but killed a a father you know 40 year old man uh and so that was like you know 
quite the crazy experience. So I, I yeah, we know like nothing happens good after dark, really. I mean, nothing good happens after dark. Really which does. is why I guess in, in thinking of my wife, that's why she was like, no, we'll drive you back and forth at night because we don't want want that happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We had it Saturday night. Uh, Gabriel's uh, girlfriend's family. Somebody in their family had an accident. Not here. It was up up north, up by San Francisco, mm-hmm. and they died because it was like three o'clock in the morning. Yep. You know, it was crazy and just awful, just awful. But you know, this is what happens. And yeah. you know, it's it's uh, you know, I I felt bad. You know, Gabriel was calling me at like ten thirty from up at the school, the school's 30 minutes from here. And he's like, can I stay out longer? And I'm just like, you know, I didn't want him to miss out. There was an after party, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, after party, what time, like one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. I mean, I'll be up till, until, you know, when I started going out, it was after my dad had already, my, my dad had passed away when I was 17 and I started going out dancing and whatever after I, you know, graduated from high school. Um, but I always respected my mother enough to call her like around 11 o'clock to check in just to say, you know, I'm okay. I'm going to stay out a little bit longer. And we would go to like a diner, you know, after we were dancing, whatever. But I always told her where I was and if I was okay, just to make sure that, you know, Hey, I'm okay. Go ahead and go to sleep. You know, don't lose sleep over it, you know. And, you know, then I left her and went to Florida. <laughs> and then I, she probably slept like a baby because I wasn't in the house anymore. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, well, that's, I think we covered it, right? Do we I think so. uh, I think you have anything so. else to add? No. No, you're good. Maybe another time. Did you have something? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't tell every story every time, so. I know, I know, and I, we're trying to we'll keep it under an hour. We'll stories for, for another time. We do need to, well, we, yeah, we do need to, yeah. All right. Well, listen to everybody out there. Uh, we are just thankful that you were able to sit and listen with us. I hope that you are not too bored by our little discussions that we have. Maybe we're entertaining. I don't know. Um, well, they can always turn it off. They can always turn it off. That's the uh, beauty of the podcast. Exactly. So, uh, but we don't know what time it is, morning, noon, or night, but whatever it is, we're just glad that you are here to listen. And uh, we just pray blessings over you as you go into your weekend. And I will see you on Monday. And I'll see you next week. All right. Bye.